98K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Steve Dunthorne. Tonight's headlines. Scientists claim almost two-thirds of the SAR's COVID cases may never have been recorded. A medical expert says it's time to give children as young as 11 a shot at getting a coronavirus vaccine. And stargazers hoping for a rare glimpse of the spectacular super blood moon are left frustrated by cloudy weather. Researchers from the Chinese university estimate that limitations with the SAR's coronavirus testing methods resulted in nearly 20,000 COVID-19 infections slipping through the net. They arrived at their estimate of missed infections after conducting blood tests on more than 4,000 people in the past year. But the team says the majority of these hidden cases suffered from only mild symptoms and would not have been infectious after a couple of weeks. Here's microbiology professor Paul Chan. These people had their infection some time ago, but perhaps maybe for 10 days or two weeks. Then afterwards, they are just like any other people walking around in the street. At that time, I think they are not infectious. An infectious disease expert has urged the government to start letting children under 16 receive coronavirus vaccines as soon as possible, especially with the SAR stock of BioNTech jabs set to expire in August. Timmy Sung has details. More than 800,000 doses of the German-made vaccine are in storage in the SAR, the government says. It warns that if these are left unused, they may be given away to other places, and further deliveries of the vaccine could be postponed or cancelled if it appears they would not be needed. But Dr. Joseph Zeng from the Medical Association told an RTHK program that before Hong Kong gets to the point where it has no beyond tax jabs to offer people, it should have at least extended the vaccination program to include children aged 11 to 15. He noted that other places, including the US, Canada and Singapore, are already allowing under 16 to receive the vaccine. The government says some jobs will be expired by the end of August and will go to waste, and it's already the end of May now. When will the government allow young people aged 11 to 15 to take the shots? At present, Hong Kongers aged 16 and above are eligible to get the shots, and the administration announced on Tuesday that it will soon open bookings for mainlanders holding two-way permits. By July, asylum seekers could also be receiving the jobs. Officials have reported one new imported COVID-19 case in Hong Kong today involving a woman who flew in from the United Arab Emirates. Stargazers hoping for a rare glimpse of a spectacular super blood moon have largely been left disappointed tonight with many going home early as cloud cover spoiled their view of the eclipse. Thousands of people gathered in various locations, many hauling telescopes or cameras to capture the first lunar eclipse visible here in three years. At the Wampoa harbour front, Charlie was one of those hoping for a glimpse of a phenomenon that won't be seen here again for more than a decade. She spoke to Violet Wong. I'm quite disappointed because uh, the observator said that the time will the be yeah 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 observatory said that will be appearing on about at seven o'clock, but a little bit later and very cloudy difficult to see, but but still can see the red colour of the moon. Two women have been jailed for eight months each for trying to bribe people to vote for the DAB's Vincent Cheng in a 2018 LegCo by-election. Violet Wong has more. 
the defendants, 42-year-old Deng Yimei and Wang Waiha, who's 52, had earlier been convicted in West Kowloon Magistracy of taking part in a conspiracy to engage in corrupt conduct by offering an advantage to others. Wong used to be a part-time assistant to the chairwoman of the pro-Beijing party, Starry Lee. Both defendants had done volunteer work at a resident organization in Hoylight Estate in Changsha Wan. In sentencing the pair, Deputy Magistrate Peter Ho said neither has shown remorse about offering giftbacks to a number of voters for them to vote for Vincent Cheng, who went on to win the by-election in the Kowloon West constituency. The magistrate said a jail sentence was warranted because the by-election mattered not only to people in the constituency but the entire city, adding that a light sentence could undermine the electoral system and its credibility. But he said he had deducted one month each from the sentences in light of the past clean record and community service in the past. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is five minutes past eleven. A teachers' union says Hong Kong schools are hemorrhaging pupils and the government needs to stop denying there's a big problem. Francis Sitt reports. The Professional Teachers' Union said it polled 180 school principals this month and more than half said they faced losing more than 10 pupils before the summer break. Four head teachers said they were looking at a loss of more than 50 students. The head teachers were reporting what they expected to happen or what they were already experiencing, with families emigrating, children studying abroad and cross-border pupils staying on the mainland among the reasons cited. Primary school heads said they already feared they would be told by the authorities that classes will be cut due to fewer pupils. Here's the union's vice president, Ip Kin Yun. Some of the students choose to leave in the middle of the academic year. This would certainly affect the planning of the schools. Many of the people who decide to leave spread across different grades. So it really affects the structure of the school and the stability of the school enrollment in general. This is actually causing a lot of disturbances for school administration. The union's head, Feng Wai Wa, said parents' concerns about the national security law could be prompting them to take their children out of schools and Hong Kong itself. But education reforms, political pressure faced by teachers and the government's tightening control of the education system are other possible reasons. Mr Fong said the authorities should cut back their interference and start respecting teachers if they want to regain the confidence of parents. He asked the government to take the issue of falling people numbers more seriously. The government says Hong Kong people will be able to go on cruise holidays and venture out into the international waters again in late July at the earliest, so long as they're fully inoculated and are willing to comply with all of the government's anti-epidemic rules. Priscilla Ung reports. Commerce Secretary Edward Yao says it will be another two months before the cruises to nowhere can begin because operators still need time to make all the necessary preparations, including installing tracing devices and improving ventilation on board their ships. All the cruise line who are interested are all willing to go the extra mile in, for instance, um, uh, refining the ventilation system to ensure that, well, uh, there will be uh, sufficient clean air in the rooms. They are also only allowed to operate below 50% of the capacity. And they are also introducing a lot of devices where they can do um, tracking and tracing and also to ensure social distancing. The minister says all crew members will have to fulfill Hong Kong's quarantine requirements and will need to be fully vaccinated.
People joining their short voyages into international waters, meanwhile, will also need to be fully inoculated and will be asked to present a negative test result obtained within 48 hours of boarding the vessel. They will also be required to use the government's Leave Home Safe app and comply with all anti-epidemic regulations. Children or those with underlying health conditions will be exempt from the vaccination requirement. Mr. Yao says, should a suspected COVID infection be reported on board a cruise liner, the trip will be aborted, and the vessel will be ordered to return to port right away. Because they are in fact around Hong Kong waters, so they can be back to town in a relatively short period of time. Then our <clears throat> point sort of return. Then all these sort of emergency、uh, arrangements will kick in.、Uh, definitely, there will be、uh, a need for full testing of every passengers. There will be steps to identify who are the closer contact, and then medical advice, public health advice will follow on how to sort of differentiate them. Whether some of them will, will need to be quarantined. The Commerce and Economic Chief says the cruises may be suspended if Hong Kong sees another worrying surge in infections. Professor Brian King from the Polytechnic University's School of Hotel and Tourism Management says he's confident towards virus control measures on board cruise ships when they set sail in the summer. He believes the industry will be able to prevent a repeat of previous outbreaks, such as the one hitting the Diamond Princess last year. Well, there were certainly slips with the Diamond Princess, bad ones.、Uh, the the cruise industry's reputation really depends on managing this well. I must say, with Genting, they've already had considerable experience in Asia. They'll be very concerned about their reputation, so that they'll be very cautious in their approach. And you know, they're partnering with the government through this. So, look, I'm pretty confident in that、uh, confined space、um, where more control can be exercised. I, I think. It'll be fine on board. The Legislative Council has entered the final stages of completing Beijing's overhaul of the SAR's electoral system. A vote is expected tomorrow. The convener of the pro-Beijing camp, Martin Lau, says people who oppose the changes will be eliminating themselves from what he called a new road to democracy. Speaking through an interpreter, he says that the SAR needs a democratic system with Hong Kong-style characteristics. Of course, in the community, there are still certain groups who question this arrangement for various reasons. But as we consider the improved system, we shouldn't be led by sentiments. Rather, we should look at the facts and come up with an objective assessment. We need to make the decision that best suits Hong Kong. Overseas, the president of Belarus has accused his critics of trying to strangle his country in his first public comment since the fighter jet diverted a Ryanair plane to the capital Minsk, and an opposition journalist on board was arrested. President Alexander Lukashenko argued that he was responding to a bomb threat originating from Switzerland. The Swiss government said it had no knowledge of such a threat. He said the journalist Roman Protasevich had been plotting a rebellion. As we predicted, our ill wishes at home and abroad have changed their methods of attacking the state. They have crossed many red lines and crossed boundaries of common sense and human morality. This is no longer an information war. This is a hybrid modern war, and everything must be done so that it doesn't turn into a hot war. 
The British Prime Minister's former chief adviser Dominic Cummings has told lawmakers that people died unnecessarily because of the government's failings during the coronavirus pandemic. Mr Cummings said senior figures had fallen disastrously short of what the public expected in the crisis, painting a picture of chaos. He was especially critical of the Minister for Health, Matt Hancock. There were many brilliant people at relatively junior and middle levels who were terribly let down by senior leadership. I think that the Secretary of State for Health should have been fired for at least 15, 20 things, including lying to everybody in multiple occasions in meeting after meeting in the, in the Cabinet room and publicly. Mr Cummings said the initial plan was to allow the virus to spread unchecked. Boris Johnson said he did not accept the accusations. The former South African president, Jacob Zuma, has pleaded not guilty to numerous charges of racketeering, corruption, fraud, tax evasion and money laundering linked to an arms deal in the 1990s. Correspondents described Mr Zuma as seemingly flail as he took the stand in the Maritzburg courthouse and was addressed by the judge. In consultation with your legal representatives, these charges have been explained to you. You understand what they entail? Yes, I do. May I ask you then as to how you plead to the charges that have been put to you? I plead not guilty. The long-delayed trial has now been adjourned until mid-July after Mr Zuma's lawyer argued for the chief prosecutor to be withdrawn from the case. In finance, the media company Next Digital says it's applied to resume trading in its shares tomorrow after it was suspended when the government froze the assets of its main shareholder, national security suspect Jimmy Lai. The company says it has half a billion dollars in reserve, enough to stay in business for 18 months. Sport and Ali Gunnar Solskjaer says he'll only count this season a success if Manchester United end it with a trophy. They take on Spanish side Villarreal in the Europa League final in a few hours' time. Solskjaer's team finished second in the Premier League, reached the FA Cup quarterfinals and made it to the semi-finals of the League Cup. Yeah, uh, of course, you, you go into every game as the, the next one is the most important one and this now is a final which uh, happens to be uh, the end of the end of a season and you can define the season after after tomorrow uh, so far we've improved but um, as you say we'll all go uh, home happy only if we uh, we win tomorrow united are favorites against a Villarreal side that finished 7th in la liga they're led by unai emery having been sacked by arsenal emery was asked if he felt he had something to prove as he meets another English side in the final. Not at all. I feel my duty is only to Villarreal, and I am very proud to be able to defend this Villarreal project. The president and everyone who has been working for years to construct this huge project in this little town and in Europe. I want to enjoy it. There is no feeling of revenge against any English team or English people. I am proud working for this club, and I am proud to defend the Villarreal colours. A reminder of our top stories, scientists claim almost two-thirds of the SAR's COVID cases may never have been recorded, and stargazers hoping for a rare glimpse of the super-blood moon are left frustrated. The news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 Never and ever 
Sun forever and ever on this occasion, Demis Roussos. Uh, big hits of his back in the 70s as well. Into our second hour on this evening, uh, Wednesday evening, of course, uh, dying embers of just uh, 40 minutes or so to go before we uh, head off and have our sentimental journey. But now, Kenny Rogers. Live from Sony Music Studios in New York City, it's a and Live by Request. Set out to get you with a fine tooth comb. I was soft inside. There was something going on. And you do something to me that I can't explain. Pull me closer and I feel no pain. Every beat of my heart, we got something. 